Hello, my friends. You are listening to the Slighted Podcast, where we talk about all things magic-related. I'm your host, Chelsea Nicole, and I am sitting down today with Eric and Sebastian, and I am reading questions from our viewers through questions that we got through Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So this is something we want to keep doing. If you have a question for us or a topic you want us to talk about, please submit it to us through any means you would like, Facebook, Instagram, email, follow us, and we will answer your questions. So let's jump on in. All right. So I was going to surprise Eric and Sebastian with some questions that we've gotten from our Instagram followers. So I have two questions from Phil Lusions. I used to, I think I was pronouncing his name wrong. I used to say Phil Illusions as if we're two words, but it's one it's word. One. I was, yeah. I was saying Phil Illusions as well. We were, yeah, look at it. It says Phil Illusions. Phil Illusions. P H I L L U S I O N S. Follow him on Instagram. Anyways, real quick, Phil Illusions won our first slighted contest. So he is getting. What are the things that he just won, Eric? Uh, he won the bill test. He won Sebastian's The Hoffsonser Anthology, which is a pretty solid DVD. Um, and then he also won the uh, world-famous, uh, best-selling for multiple years in a row, Poker Test. All right, calm two- down. <laughs> calm down. Poker Test 2.0. As well as a slighted t-shirt. And a slighted t-shirt, which we didn't actually put on the contest page because they didn't but, exist at the time. But now they exist, and so he also gets that. Which we're hooking we, you up, Phil. <laughs> we're hooking him up. Yeah, and so Phil Illusions also sent two questions I was going to read to you today to answer on the podcast. Um, before we get to that, we should totally do another slated contest. It just popped in my head. We should, but not on the podcast. Well, no. But we could just be saying, hey, look out. Get on our yeah. Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, at Slighted Show, because we are going to do... An Instagram contest soon. Yeah, let's do a shirt and uh, something else. Something else. We should write an article about that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, let's jump into the first question that he sent. He wrote, uh, Phil Illusions wrote saying, I think it would be good to hear Eric and Sebastian's suggestions for approaching anxiety. Like how nerves sometimes get in the way when you want to go up and perform for people. I would like to hear their advice for confidence boosters. Whew. So that's a good one. How to get over anxiety? <laughs> uh, that's something that has never gone away for me, ever. I mean, I've been doing this for a while, and I've I've never not been anxious, which I'd love. I don't want it to go away at all. It make it keeps me on my toes. Um, but it's the confidence part has built tremendously, but mm-hmm. the confidence did not end up beating out the anxiety. I still have anxiety. I just have more confidence, which doesn't stop me now. Why do you have more confidence? Uh, Because I've done, I don't know, I've just performed a lot, really. I just do a lot of tricks all the time. So now after I've performed them a ton, I'm just confident that I'm like, oh yeah, this will work. So I guess best answer is just keep performing in, in any situation, in every situation really. So then you have, you know, the skills built up to react to any situation because you've been in them all. How do you work up the courage like what do you do anything though right before you perform um i like to depending on how i'm performing or whatever if or if like i can i like to perform one small effect i do a little sandwich effect that i like uh for like one or two people without an audience watching because then it gets 
my kind of like magic blood pumping and I'm getting in the routine of like performing already and I've done it just for these two people and if it goes well then I'm like I you know I can do this I got this so it's like so, I, I give I give myself a little confidence boost right right before and I you're kind of breaking yourself into magic yeah when you exactly perform something and you're like okay yeah all right so I so I'll do something small to the side with like just some people that like I'll see like hey let me show you something I'll do it really quick so it gives I get that little ego boost that I'm like all right I am still good. And, and you're go. you're talking specifically about when you're performing, doing walk around magic, right? Well, yeah, or? mostly walk around or well with walk around. Uh, no, not really actually, because with walk around, that's all I'm actually doing is going up to small groups performing. <laughs> True. That's that never but ends. How, yeah, never. Wait, <laughs> wait uh, give me a scenario where you. Well, I've done I've done a couple private shows where it's like thirty people and, and just me and stuff mm-hmm. and if I get there well if I, I get there early always and then I'll just find the host or something and say so oh, like, hey I'm going show you something really quick and mm-hmm. I'll just do a little quick one um, and then that you know they have that feel of like oh he found me privately and performed a trick so that's cool for them it's a nice mm-hmm. story and it's necessary for me to be like okay like I got this yeah oh that makes sense I like that that's a really good piece of advice to like get there early and perform mm-hmm. something for like the host yeah. like yeah. This is special for you. Yeah. You're getting a little preview. Yeah, and I never did that under the pretense of being like, I'm going to do something special for the host. It was always the <laughs> selfish just... move of being like, I need to get myself like mentally ready to perform. Right. And that's how I do it. Okay. You want to jump in? Um, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I've... <clears throat> Sorry, something in my throat there. Um, I've noticed that I do basically the same thing um, that you do. is like when you perform, after you perform for the first group, your feet are wet, the nerves kind of disappear. Yeah. So it makes approaching everyone else a lot easier because you're kind of, when you have random people tell you, oh, that was amazing, great job, you know, oh my God, uh, it helps you. Yeah. You know? So for the next group, you're like, they're going to love me. Yeah. yeah. So the first one is always the worst. Um, but as far as like if you're doing a bigger show where it's not walk around or you're not approaching a bunch of groups, use the nerves. I mean, if you're not nervous and it's going to be a really crappy show, that's usually what I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Like the nerves kind of get you hyped up and give you that energy that when you walk out, they can sense that you're excited. Right. So, I mean, after you, after you do it enough, it kind of feels like it's not nervousness, it's more excitement. Right. Um, but as far as that and walk around, um, that doesn't really ever go away because there will always be certain groups that aren't into magic or having a bad mood, yeah. fighting with their wife. Yeah. So, there are things that are out of your control in strolling, but when they're, go- <clears throat> when they're going out to a magic show, then that nervousness shouldn't be nervousness it should be excitement because they, they're they, there to yeah. see you you know you know they want to see magic yeah they're not there accidentally they're, yeah they so don't walk I mean, in you, and sit down and be like oh wait no if you've it's done like, the work and you don't suck then there should be no reason for nervousness but if you're a bad magician you should be incredibly nervous <laughs> so you know, i mean pr- practice and prepare practice if yeah, you've done practice, that prepare, then... perform for your friends constantly get some friends too who will, yes. help, who will tell you you're bad <laughs> well, well that's how you know. step get, two perform for your friends hey it's important these are the orders yeah no, but like get friends who will tell you that it doesn't look good or something. Right. Like right, honest. I grew, yeah, I grew up initially with friends who would always be like, "Oh, that was great, that was great." Really? Until, uh, yeah, until some of them started doing magic as well, and then we all started critiquing each other. And now those same friends I'm still very close with, but they don't do magic anymore. But they do not mind being like, "That's not that good." I'm like, "Oh, all right, thanks." Like, that's oh. I needed to hear that. Yeah, yeah no. That's and then I have cool. Sebastian here as well, who is. 20 times harsher than those friends and it will just tell me that something's garbage and it's great though like you I mean, get I try, I try to word it nicely <laughs> well last night at uh, gosh where was it what place courtesy 
Curtis. And I was doing the finger through Bill trick, and you were just like, your version is terrible. <laughs> Try it this way. Not I super think nice. That I might have said that. <laughs> Not nice, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. But in my defense, my version, version was, was terrible, terrible <laughs> and you should try it the other way. Yeah, you weren't wrong. I just sometimes yeah, need someone. Friends. I just need someone to tell me, hey, yeah, don't do that. And it's like, oh, all right, all right, I won't do that. All right, back to uh, the anxiety though. You s- both of y'all kind of agreed you like to get one trick in because then that gives you that yeah. confidence boost. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Had a show or something where your first trick that you did to get the confidence boost bombed real hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gave me the first three. How times. do you get? A- I've had to mess with the first like two or three times. Yeah, I well, I. It's just a really long night after that. <laughs> my, I'll never forget. Not my first private show, but like I had not performed in a while. Then I got hired for a Christmas party with a bunch of lawyers, mm-hmm. and I went in. I was excited. I had a thirty-minute set to do, and within six minutes. Of, I was like two tricks in six minutes was definitely moving way too quick but I was trying to move quick because they had no interest in what I was doing and it was just killing me right and so I was like trick 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 and I'm and still no interest no one like no applause no reaction and I'm like I'm gonna kill myself like this is gonna be the <laughs> this worst this is the worst this is gonna be <laughs> the longest 30 minutes <laughs> yeah uh, and um but uh but I was luckily able to adjust how I performed after that and said if I'm going to get through this I need to focus on the only two people that seem to care right. and there was the which was really cool is the head shareholder of the law firm was sitting like front row just hunched over engaging me and then uh, it was like two other the associates and I just went hey if you guys want to scoot forward and then I just sat down and it became a private show I literally was like if I have the head shareholder here I'm fine I really don't like he's the one who wants me here right all these people don't care and everyone else would be getting up halfway, getting drinks, kind of milling about. They didn't care at all. But those three people had the best show of their lives. And then I had a great time and I ended up going. You feel better about it. Yeah, too. I felt better. And I know they had a great time. And uh, I ended up doing 15 minutes over because of how much that guy enjoyed the magic. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop now because I'm having fun. Did the person that hire you, were they happy? Oh, yeah, they paid extra. It's, yeah, it's all rock and roll, baby. Yeah, but I will say it was just one of those things where I like went in with anxiety, but I was excited and I'm like, yeah, let's do this. And within like six, seven minutes, it just mounted even more, and I'm like, oh no, like, this is going poorly. Yeah, you're, what you just said the at the very beginning, where you're like three tricks in and only six minutes, you're like, I'm moving too yeah. fast. It made me think of uh, if you guys haven't checked this out, read Endless West's uh, uh, article. Sh- she wants a fast man with a slow hand. Is yes. Oh my goodness. It's on. It's on slided. It's on slided.com. Yeah, absolutely. That article. True. It's. It, you feel. Describes that perfectly. Yeah. It describes yeah. that going too fast. That anxiety of like they didn't react. Do another one. They didn't react. Do another one. And it's just yeah. like no, no, no. And you're not reacting because you're doing too much. It's written slow so it uniquely down. because it it you feel the feelings as you're reading it. So you should check it out. Yeah. Did you? Have, what about you, Sebastian? Have you had an experience like that? Um, going too fast, too quickly. Um, yeah, tons of times. So that was one of the main pieces of advice that I got when I was initially, you know, starting to perform was slow the hell down. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when my mom would go out to shows when I was younger, she would just stand in the back and she would have to wave her hand, like put it down slow, slowly yeah. to remind me to slow down. Talk slowly, right. Yeah. So definitely. Um, I mean, I've tried to overcome it, but that's something that we always, um, go back and forth with. There was a couple months in my life where I was performing too slowly hmm. and people were losing interest because I wasn't going fast enough. So, I mean, I was kind of, I don't Try. know if you've ever seen, I ah, no, can't remember the name of the DVD, but yeah, lots of times. You um, just have to learn how to, yeah, you're pre- learning how to pace yourself. 
Really, that's yeah. a huge part of Yeah, so I'm definitely not where I want to be, but I've definitely experienced going too slow. I'm just uh, going too slow and too fast. Right. So my advice would be to record yourself. Oh my gosh, if that's so effective. Not video, because it'll distract, what, it'll distract you, yeah, but just yeah. the audio, because it's incredibly painful to listen to. Yeah, I know. You can't and, see what's happening, yeah. so you have to hear your own words, and it's terrible. Yeah, I know. Like, <clears throat> you cringe the first time, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. The first couple times, it's just uh, it's painful, but it makes you better because you can hear yourself, how you sound, and how your jokes are actually landing with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that was one of the biggest pieces of advice I got from another performer when I did my first, uh, like, um, like fair street magic, kind of mm-hmm. like just set up on the side of, you know, pulling people in performing. Mm-hmm. And he was phenomenal. He could get a crowd of like 40 within a minute and then keep them hooked for about 15 minutes and then make so much money. And then he'd break for about 35 minutes and then just do it again. Whereas I was sitting there hustling to get anything and he finally came up and was like, watch me a couple times, see how I get the crowd and then record yourself audio and just listen to yourself and find out where you're going wrong. And I was like, all right. And I did it the next week and it was terrible. And I was like, I should quit magic. Like, <laughs> this is miserable. Uh, but yeah, that, that's one of the biggest things is just recording the audio, not seeing your magic, but hearing you present your magic will change the way you present your magic. All right. So let's move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Okay. Second question by Phil Illusions. Um, he says, he asks, um, if someone comes up to you and asks you to perform either a specific trick or for example, your trick. So if someone came up to Eric and said, Eric, you know, show me the poker test because you really, that's your trick. And you are not prepared, um, like, for example, if it requires a gimmick and you don't have it, how do you get around that? I'm going to jump in. I'm going to jump in on this. Um, My initial response would be just deep breath in, smile, act happy, and then just say, no. (laughs) Because... I don't have to, it's not, yeah. you know, like if I'm at a, if you're paying me to be here, yes, but if you just want to see me do the trick, no, you don't, you don't have to. Yeah, and if they're paying you to be here, let's, then, hope, yeah. let's hope you're actually prepared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's hope you can actually do the stuff you're supposed to. Yeah. Um, I have one more example, Eric, if you want to dive in here, I'm sorry. Uh, so one of my things would be like, uh, if um, if someone asked me to do do a specific trick, but it's like, I'm not going to think gimmick, but if someone's like, hey, do this card trick where this happens, and now I obviously can't do that yes because i've just they've just ruined the freaking you know ending of the effect yeah so like, they're like hey man can you do this just be like yeah. what the hell they said do the one with the card you know came out of your mouth and i'm like great you know i always just say oh, okay and then i just start a card trick and i just don't do that trick yeah it's fine like they don't notice i mean they'll notice at the end but they'll still be amazed that something else just happened that they're like oh, all right man. well it's also the same line of thought if anyone ever asks to examine a prop that they can't examine my favorite line is yeah sure man in a moment yeah, exactly. And I just move on. You just move on to the next trick. And they, they, they ask, they you said now, yes. They're now engaged and they forget. I don't even know if they forget. They just well, feel rude asking again. Well, yeah, it's that. Or they, they might feel... Because they knew they were rude the first time. And you're yeah. like, yeah, dude, totally. So now they're harassing you for something you for already said thing, that they, yeah. they, they could do. And if you've already said... And if you say yes and move on, yeah. there's that moment, too, where, like... I, I mean, I've done it where, like, you do that rapid fire of effects mm-hmm. really quick. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they can't recount them. They might just think they examined it. Right. Like, well, he did say yes. Maybe I did. I don't remember. Like, <laughs> well, I could have. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll, I'll put gimmick stuff in people's hands really quick and just say, and once I examine it, say, hey, hold this for a minute and I'll move on, do something, and I'll get it back. And then I'll always make sure I point to that moment again and be like, oh, you were hold- you like, you examined it? And in their head, they're like, I did examine it, I guess. I did like, do that. 
and so it's just an easy way to to make everything feel you know fair yeah yeah and actually uh, back in the day back when i was first getting into it in high school uh my original reason for never performing magic at school uh, if i didn't want to was um i was quote unquote not allowed to huh. yeah um my freshman year of high school uh, it's a long story so buckle your seatbelts, kids <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was my freshman year of high school, just and... Just so you know, we just lost all three of our viewers. We just lost three of our viewers. And the, the school had switched me over from the, uh, the first lunch over to the second lunch. So as opposed to eating with the freshmen, the sophomores, all the people that I knew, I was in a cafeteria full of junior seniors that I did not know at all. So um, it was me, one other friend, I ended up doing some magic, and uh, this lunch table right by us saw it, they started freaking out, asked me to come over, show them some stuff. And the one trick that I did that everyone really reacted well to was the karate point, which if you guys aren't familiar with it, look it up. It's great, practical, awesome stuff. Um, and they freaked out. It's really verbal. Good it is. Um, yeah, they, you toss a coin in the air and you catch it impaled on your first finger. Well, it's awesome. Yeah. It's honestly <laughs> awesome. It's, it's crazy. Um, seen it, I don't do the traditional version where the coin's literally being punctured. I uh, had one with a more solid <clears throat> that just looks more smooth. The finger kind of melts through as opposed to Physically puncturing like it. Garrett Thomas's puncture. Um, sort of actually. I think it's very. I think it was just the same handling before Garrett published it, like six years yeah, before he yeah. published it. But I was twelve, so obviously I'm not claiming anything on that. I probably saw it on some <laughs> episode. Anyway, um, so I was doing the karate point. They freaked out, and eventually, what ended up happening is I jumped from table to table to table to table in the cafeteria, performing for all the people that I didn't know. They freaked out, and eventually, the administration ended up pulling me into the office. And telling me that I couldn't do magic during lunch period anymore. And the next week, I had a magic convention booked, and I can't remember which state. So the next week, I wasn't at school. All anyone remembered was I did a bunch of magic, people were freaking out, and then the administration pulled me aside, and I was gone from school for a week. So rumors started circulating that I got suspended for doing magic. So when I came back from the convention, I told my friends, like, no, that's not what happened. But everyone else was like, yep. Yep, that's what happened. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely what I believe, so it's true. Yep, yep. So, it's because uh, you scared the administration. They yes. were like, oh my uh, yeah, this, they, this is real magic. Yeah, no, no, no. The, Get rid of them. No, it was, um, it was because of the big reactions. They didn't want uh, to cause a scene because uh, mm-hmm. people were running around knocking over garbage cans, screaming. Yes. It was awesome. I felt, like, <laughs> I felt like Jesus that day. It was really nice. <laughs> um, but that was my excuse for the rest of high school whenever I didn't want to do it unless it was a pretty girl or you know someone that I wanted to talk to. Yeah. Naturally, dude. And then naturally. It's like, then you get to be like, don't tell administration. Yeah. I'll do this for you. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so yeah, no, couldn't do magic, quote unquote. <laughs> I, that's funny. I have a story kind of similar in mm-hmm. high school and middle school. I could kind of say the same thing of like, I can't do that because my mom won't let me because I did an <laughs> effect on I did an effect on <laughs> her story. in middle school. Um, it was my variation of Wayne Houchins. Yeah, I was about to say, this is gonna, this gotta be stigma. <laughs> yeah. It's like devil signs going on. <laughs> it was, and, and so, so I'm gonna tell you not what I did, but how my mom, what my mom thinks happened. Right. This well, is I was there it. as well, yeah. and this is my memory for a long time as well, until I finally saw it again and went, oh, that's. Totally different. Yeah. I misremembered that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone misremembers magic and it's phenomenal. Uh, but, uh, she believes that I gave her a sheet of paper and a pen, and I went into another room, and I said, I want you to write the initials of someone you love on this paper, burn it, and let me know when it's burned to nothing. And then she did that, and then I came inside, and I grabbed her arm and pulled, her hand, or pulled my hand away, and those initials were engraved like in her arm. And she lost her mind and said, 
I can never perform that effect again or anything like it. And she literally, like, she in that out. moment, she freaked out and said that. Well, that's and voodoo, what you just yeah. described. Yeah. Exactly. That's I mean, it would, literally, that's, that's what double we, magic. That's what we want to do as magicians. <laughs> yeah. And she thought you were demon possessed. I mean, it depends on your character. Some people, yeah. want that. some people don't want that. Blaine, one, you know, it kind of seems like he would go for the demon yeah, possessed. I'm but not sure I, if. <laughs> so yeah, so then I could. My mom told a story to a ton of people in that exact manner too. So everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, do that!" Like, <laughs> I can't. My mom said I can't. <laughs> so very easy way to get out of effects, especially I had that happen a lot in middle school and high school. People would misremember an effect. Some guy, my biggest fan, really. I'd say my biggest supporter back at the time. Would uh, always when I was a, whenever I was performing cup up and be like, hey, do that trick where you made me cough the card up, and everyone would look at me in awe, like, oh my gosh, you can do that, and I'd be like, ah, oh, not right now. Not yeah, today. I can, but not today. Yeah. <laughs> he, which one ruined my ability to ever do card from mouth ever again because of him? Because if I did it from my mouth, everyone's like, that, nah, whatever. He used to make other people cough it up. <laughs> I was like, right. Dude, same thing with card to shoe. I used to make that come out of other people's shoes. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I can't top this. <laughs> Anything else on that? Or? I don't even remember the question. <laughs> or we just... Uh, gimmicks. You were talking about... Uh, how to not do... Oh, reasons of getting... How to get... I didn't even answer for poker test. Yeah, you didn't. Uh, so if I'm at a convention um, and I don't have any of my gimmicks on me, which is very normal for me, I usually don't have anything on me at conventions. I'm ill-prepared. Yeah, Ill uh, which I don't need to at conventions. I'm not trying to perform, but... You're doing it wrong, but uh, I digress. Yeah, I know. Sure, maybe. I'm just there to learn. But... Uh, I always use uh, the, well, so comedians, most of the time when they perform or record a special live, and I know Louis C.K. is the one who I got this from mainly, when that special gets recorded and goes public, he doesn't do any of that material ever again because people have already seen it. Hmm. So I kind of say the same thing at convention. Someone says, hey, show me poker test or bill test. It's, it's already out there. You can see it online. You can buy it. You can learn it. I'm going to do something else for you. And I usually don't okay. do anything else for them because I don't really perform at conventions. Okay, with that in mind. Wait, money. that seems very hypocritical. Can I can I ask uh, something? We are. Yeah, bring it on. You're saying that if you go to a, like a you know hypothetically a Beatles concert, you don't want to hear the classics? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that I'm using that as my excuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. All right. No, no, but hold Eric's feet to the fire. <laughs> but but I will say in a sense though, for music, I think it's totally different. Mm -hmm. For comedy. If yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear him, it's not like the first punch. I don't want to hear him telling the same jokes again. I want new jokes. If I've already seen that special mm -hmm. twice or three times, yeah, I don't want to. But if you've seen Louis C.K. online and you haven't seen it in person, yeah, I mean it's still going to be different. The audience will be, you know, makes, you know, the comedy show. But uh, I don't know. I think it's good logic. I'd rather someone wants to see poker tests. I'd rather show them something new. Instead. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't think you should carry poker tests with you. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> You kept making the comment, though, just a few minutes ago, that you don't perform at, at conventions, conventions yeah. but I'm only about to talk about how you think that if you're learning something, you got to perform it to learn it. Oh, yeah, for sure. So you just won't do it at a convention? Uh, it's, I just don't like... It, it depends on who I'm with. I mean, magicians can help you method-wise, method but as far as like how, how you can perform it for a layperson, that's not really going to help you too yeah, much. Yeah, I need to do it for laypeople, but like... So I, I have Sebastian here. I don't need to go to conventions to show my stuff off. I show it to Sebastian. He'll tell me if it's good, if it's not good. I'll agree or disagree, and then I'll, you know, figure it out from there. And I have other magicians, you know, right. all over Florida that I can perform for. When I go to conventions, I feel like it's just 
a huge dick measuring contest if you can do the best trick, and I don't want to be a part of that it contest. It is! But what if you've got a big dick? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to... I don't know. I've never it's been... It's Eric and Manning's <laughs> No, let's... <laughs> This, oh, I mean, that's kind of why you, got, I mean, in my opinion, that's why you fly halfway around the country, just to see, because I mean, I, I feel like that's what we're doing in our day-to-day lives, is building that thing up, so it's like, I wonder, you know, what everyone else has been doing, so it's like, you know, you put them on the table, and it's like, this is what my card slide looks like, this is what yours looks like, oh, I like your handling, that's, you know, like. Yeah, I just like, I just like being a sponge, soaking it all up, and then every now and then I'll show someone something, and that is how I got Greg Wilson to be on the build test. Because I actually was like, I guess I'll show someone this. Well, I can't argue with and your then, logic. <laughs> and then he liked it. And so I don't know. I show the right people my stuff, if that makes sense. Right. I'm not trying to show everyone. Oh, you don't show it to the plebeians. <laughs> your <Okay>. words. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. All right. We good with that question? I yeah, think so. I, yeah. Let's Too good, move probably. on. I, mean, um, it. <laughs> I think we've got time for one more question. So... Aaron Payne, his Instagram is Aaron Payne Magic. I believe so. Had a question for us. And the first question he Also, Aaron, I'm adding you on Facebook oh, right, right now, confirming that. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, special shout out to you. Yeah. Okay, his first question was um, the di- what's the difference? What, in your opinion, what's the difference between a performer and an entertainer? And then uh, we followed up with him on Facebook and asked him sort of what he means specifically about performer and entertainer. So I just wanted to quote him really quick. Aaron says, I personally believe an entertainer is someone that lets you enjoy the moment and after it's over you leave saying, that was a great show, but nothing else. A performer has you emotionally involved in the magic and you can walk away with a new way to look at magic and question everything in a new light. For example, the amazing Jonathan is an entertainer, but someone like Darren Brown is a performer in my eyes. That I liked, I liked what he just said. Like I, it, I, because when I first heard the question, I was like, "There's nothing. There's no difference between a performer and an entertainer." And I kind of want to really, jump on. I, hold on, I want to, I want to jump on what Aaron Payne said and say what I think. Like, I actually kind of agree with him when he compares the amazing Jonathan to Darren Brown. And mm-hmm. I would say, with the most, the most recent I've watched was Piff the Magic Dragon. It was hilarious, but it was definitely just entertaining. Like for mm-hmm. me, I laughed a ton. Mm-hmm. I didn't. It didn't mess with my head at Darren? all. No, Piff the Magic Dragon. Okay, okay. Like okay. I, I just was like, <laughs> Darren didn't mess with the head. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we watched the same show. <laughs> Something went horribly wrong. Um, whereas I'm trying to think of someone else I've seen recently that messed with my head. Um, Oh, I don't know. At a convention, or I mean, no, you've just, seen me perform. Yeah, and it was awful. No, I'm just kidding. It was awesome. That's what they all say. No, but <laughs> I'm trying to think of who messed with my head. That was I would that I could compare to Darren Brown or whatever. Oh, he's on his own level. So no, yeah, I, I hope yeah, you know him. Yeah, but I did something but else. But you get what I'm saying. I said entertainer yeah. would be Piff, whereas perform- Joe, Joe Barry. Sure. Yeah. Which the dude. We just inter- destroys me every time that I see him. I, he messes with my head, and then he shows the method, and I go, "Why did that fool me? Yeah, why? why? Well, how so else good, would though. it have worked? It's so good. It is Anyways. that too. Every time I go, yeah, I guess that's the only thing that makes sense. It's, you just were looking the whole time. I looked at the card with you somehow, and didn't realize we were just looking at it together. We chose this. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I can agree with uh, Joe Barry. Um, but that, I kind of agree now. With Aaron Payne's description, I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I but see that guys... there's a difference between their performance styles, but I still believe they're absolutely both performers and entertainers. Okay. Yes, Sebastian is shaking his head. Agree. Yeah, yeah. it's just metaphorical nail onto the table. That's performer it. <laughs> and entertainer in my head seem to be decently synonymous. I mean, um, if you're gonna go perform, you need to be entertaining. Yeah, you can't perform without being entertaining. Right. Well, you can. You're just gonna be a terrible and performer. And there's just different types of entertainment. Darren right. Brown is mysterious, thought provoking, intriguing, while the amazing Jonathan doesn't is want that. Crass mean, in a sense. Yeah, and, I don't even think the amazing Jonathan would want. To right. be on the level Darren Brown is, it doesn't seem like that's his style. He's like, no. I want to be that guy who's making you laugh a ton. But I mean, at the same time, you can't be Darren Brown mysterious while you've got amazing Jonathan's sense of humor. Yeah, exactly. Humor steps on the magic where it's just, oh, he's a cocky asshole. He's not, you know, a wizard. Like yeah. Darren, you're like, he, um, I, I, he's, he's, he does magic. He might actually be real. Yeah, yeah like he, it's believable. So then it kind of comes down to semantics if you think about it. Because this now it sounds like we're talking about genres. I don't almost. even know if it's semantics at this point. I just would say it's just There is a distinction, there, but I don't think those are the correct words. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely a distinction, but I, yeah, I think the words being chosen for performer and entertainer are wrong because if you're performing, you better be entertaining. And if you are entertaining, you're probably performing. Like, right. They just go hand in hand. If you're performing really, really well and you want to be that Darren Brown-esque style, then... That's awesome. You're a thought-provoking, amazing person. That's a character decision. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's character Which takes building. takes us back to last month. Go back, yeah, and listen to that because... Or don't, actually. I don't, I don't know. I don't think we have... Never mind. Some great insights in that one, boys. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we did or not. Maybe we do. Well... All of our insights. Up. No, that was... I don't it was good because it was kind of... We had different thoughts on the topic, so... Yeah. I think that's good, honestly. I think we talked about Darren Brown quite a bit, actually, in that podcast, if I'm not mistaken. Character building? Did we? I don't know. Anyone. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Probably talked about amazing Jonathan, too. <laughs> All right, we're actually out of time for this episode, but I'm going to give you a preview of what's coming next week. Aaron Payne also followed up with a second question. Oh, yeah. And he was yeah. kind of directed at Eric, <laughs> asking what was going on with the whole Rick's, Rick Lacks Facebook status. Uh, kind of something blew up. Yeah, so whenever this does... This, well, whenever the next one gets released, it's going to be pretty far away from the events right. that happen. But I, you guys should all add me on Facebook if you want to see some insane drama happen, because I tend to somehow get involved in that on Facebook often. That is very true. So next week, we're going to talk about a whole the whole thing with the Rick Lax Facebook, as well as something else you posted on Facebook that made a lot of people angry. Our, never mind. We'll just wait for next week. Yeah, I, won't which, I won't give a... Tune in next you week don't to find out how to piss a lot of people off on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how to get a lot of traffic to your Facebook, but not all good traffic. Oh, God, it was... Follow yeah. Eric. Jeez, it was not good. All right, last words. Uh, Bubba Ganoush Burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's end Keep on that. Keep it magical, motherfuckers. <laughs> This podcast was produced by Pinnacle Spades and music is done by Keegan McClanahan. Thanks, and we will see you next week.